Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Grace Scott Podcast. Today, I'm joined by musician Evan Roth. Hello, Evan. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing, Mike? I'm good. How are things where, where you're at? I'm great. Everything's Everything's been really busy, and uh, I can't complain. Well, I'm glad that you took uh, time out to, to be with us today. Of course. It's my pleasure. So uh, what what project are you currently, or projects are you currently working on? Well, I just finished up a feature film. I, uh, I did the music for it, and uh, we just finished it up last night. Oh, great, great, great. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, it's a, new, it's a new independent feature called Stuck on Someday, and we recorded the score in Chicago with some of the Chicago Civic Orchestra. And uh, the score is, is kind of a little bit of a, a comedy score, and it has some dramatic elements as well. And it's, uh, it's been a real blast working on it. So have you worked with the orchestra before? Yes, I have, yeah. At, at not this, not the civic orchestra, but I've, I've worked with orchestras in the past before. So uh, I know that uh, usually the plugs are, are for the end, but uh, I'll, I'll ask you now. Uh, when is this movie uh, going to come out? Well, um, it's going to run in the festival circuit first. Um, oh, okay. We're, yeah, we're, we're submitting uh, April 15th for the festivals, and um, probably won't be released until the fall. So we don't have a we don't have a set release date yet. Um, it's just going to play in the festivals right now, and we uh, sent it to uh, Telluride Film Festival. Um, going to go to Sundance, you know, kind of uh, kind of all the big film festivals. So we're really excited. So uh, who all is uh, in in the film? Uh, it's it's actually all unknown actors and. Um, yeah, it's, it's nobody that that would, anyone would know. Oh, okay. they're all uh, they're all new talent, and but some of them were were actually supporting roles in uh, Patriot Day with Mark with, with Mark Wahlberg. Yep, yep. that new movie that, that new movie that came out. Yeah, because they filmed the whole movie in, on location in Boston. So, yep, I was actually just talking to a guy uh, who is currently working with uh, someone who was who. Uh, Worked on on that movie. Uh, he's coming out with a new film. But uh, anyways, so uh, oh, cool. that, that's something else that, uh, well, another conversation, I guess, for another time. But anyways, so yeah. what, <laughs> So tell us, uh, how, how did you manage to uh, get your start in, in music? Well, I, I've been doing music my whole life. I, I started playing piano when I was seven years old. And, uh, you know, I stuck with piano lessons. And that, that led to going to conservatory. That led to conservatory, and then, you know, here I am uh, scoring films and, and writing songs. So it's it's been ongoing. So what is it like for a seven-year-old to be learning the piano? I mean, uh, were your parents uh, all for that, and uh, did they support you in all and all that? They did. They did. Thanks. I, I got to thank my parents for, for uh, encouraging me to stick with it. Because they they got me into the piano lessons and also my grandpa he he bought me my first keyboard so it was kind of a family effort <laughs> to. Do you still own get, the, the the piano that you first started on? I don't own the keyboard. I think it might have died. That was uh, oh, okay. that was a little while ago. But uh, no, I don't own the. I, I started on an upright piano, but then I graduated to the grand piano. But I do still have that one. So. Yeah. 
So, so going back to uh, the age seven playing piano, what is that like for a seven-year-old? Uh, did you consistently practice for hours, and uh, what did it sound like at first when you started to to play the piano? When I started, it was you know it was a little rough, just just like it is you know picking up something new. And you know my my teachers, I remember they they told me that I, I drove them crazy. And <laughs> they <laughs> they didn't uh, they. They kind of dreaded my piano lessons, so that's kind of a little funny side note. But uh, I guess I guess when I hit high school, um, that's when I really took it seriously. And you know, my parents didn't need to tell me to practice anymore. And you know, I really like refined my sound then, and um, yeah, just got immersed in music and decided I wanted to do that as a career. So, what was the very first uh, show business thing that uh, you managed to to work on? Oh, okay. So back in 2013, I, I got an opportunity to, to score a commercial um, for, for Gold Peak Tea. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar. It's a Coca-Cola um, tea brand. Yep. And um, yeah, it was with Ron Howard. He did the voice for Gold Peak Tea. And um, they weren't happy with the, the temp music that they had. And um, I knew somebody at the agency and they gave me a shot to uh, do a demo for it, and I said, uh, when do you need the score? And they said, yesterday. So I uh, did it quick and got lucky and uh, got my starting commercials. So I got a national commercial with Gold Peak Tea and got to work with Ron Howard, which was pretty cool. Yeah, tell us a little bit about working with, with Ron. Ron is a absolute probably the most talented one of the most talented people there is uh in far as show business and uh he started out actually when he was young as well and um so tell us about all all that and uh did you get to talk to him about his career and and all that no i unfortunately i didn't get to talk to him uh much but he did all i know is that he uh really enjoyed the music and he he loved the score so that made me really really happy so yeah, he said he, he loved the music. Um, yeah, we're you know working with with somebody like Ron, you know, was like kind of surreal. You know, he's he's one of the great filmmakers of our time, and uh, just complete class act, very professional, uh, very just uh, efficient too. He was in and out of the studio, so he's he's a class act. Would love to work with him again. So, and not only Ron Howard, but you've also gotten to work with uh, Billy Blanks, correct? That's right, yeah. When I first got started um, a couple years ago, I was uh, producing dance workout music, and I uh, met Billy Blanks and ended up doing an album for him, just just some workout music for his, his videos and his classes, and uh, that was that was an interesting process I, you know i kind of just threw myself into something different that i never thought i would ever do so it was, it was pretty cool <laughs> so, <laughs> so that i mean billy billy's also a really great guy i've actually had the pleasure of uh, talking with him and uh, he's just an absolute joy joy to talk to and um so I can't imagine what it would be like working with him, uh, doing the the Taibo, and uh, I I just had to compliment Billy there for a second. And uh, so you you have uh, so you also have I mean I just want to say you have 
a great resume, and I will say that. And you also have done uh, theme music for the basketball team, the, the Denver Nuggets. Right. Yeah, that was with that was with um, Billy Blanks. We we did a song called "It's Your Time," and they they used it and um, for a little bit of promotional use, and that was cool. We also did another the same song. We were also uh, pitching to the Clippers for their uh, their stadium song so that that one didn't didn't work out but yeah it was kind of a cool time just working working with billy um i actually was like living in his uh guest house for for about a year just working on this album so it was it was pretty interesting (laughs) so uh how did you and uh billy manage to to uh get together um i think it started i think it was my mom and my sister, I think they took a Taibo class, and they just, you know, they, uh, he was coming to uh, their gym, and, um, you know, they, they ended up befriending him, and he seemed like a cool guy, and, um, yeah, they introduced me, and, and I said, hey, if you ever need any music, you know, give me a call, and then he did, so. Wow, that's great. So yeah, what cool. has been uh, the... the hu- would you say that working with Thron has been the highlight of your career thus far? Uh, definitely. Definitely one of those moments. Yes. So uh, how long have you been uh, doing this for now? Well, that was, my, that was my big official professional scoring start. So uh, 2013. So I guess I'm coming up on four years. Four years. Wow. I'm getting old. <laughs> How old are you now, if you don't mind me asking? I just turned 26 on April 1st. No way. So we are the the same age. Wow. Oh, cool. Right on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, also, so besides music, uh, have you uh, done anything else, any kind of acting or uh, anything like that? Yes, actually. Um, I, I did start out as an actor. Um, I, did, I did a couple commercials and... Um, it's kind of a child commercial actor and didn't really enjoy it and kind of just quit one day. <laughs> so that, that was one of my other things. So I, I've been around the, the business before and my sister's also an actress still currently. So talk um, to us about, about your sister. What has she, uh, she done? Uh, yeah, my sister Mallory, she's, uh, she's a SAG actress. She's, she's been in, uh, probably over a dozen national commercials and been on some TV shows as some supporting roles. She was on, uh, how to rock with, uh, Chris rock that, that show a while ago. Um, she was on uh, like a soap opera passions. Uh, but she, she frequently, uh, you know, still auditions and, uh, goes out for movies and, uh, yeah, she stays busy. She just her last commercial. She just did a KFC commercial with uh, uh, the Colonel. <laughs> oh wow, that yeah. was uh, um, who was it? That probably that, that, yeah, probably saw it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that the Colonel was played by uh, was it Norm Macdonald or uh, I know that there was talks about him having that role. Oh okay, no, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure actually, but it, it looked oh, okay. like the real. It looked like the real Colonel Sanders. Pretty <laughs> so, funny. <laughs> so yeah, she yeah. So was it kind of weird to see your sister on TV on there, uh, looking at her uh, with the with, with Colonel Sanders there? 
Definitely. You don't see that every day. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure not. <laughs> and she was screaming, too. She was uh, supposed to be uh, – Colonel Sanders was like Elvis. He, he, was, he comes up on the TV, and the girls are on the couch, and they're like, oh, my God, it's, it's like Elvis, but it's Colonel Sanders, and they're screaming. That's an interesting comparison, comparison uh, Colonel Sanders to, to Elvis. <laughs> Don't really look the same, but no. kind of from the <laughs> <No>. same place. <laughs> so. Maybe later on in Elvis's life, he would look like Colonel Sanders. Well, no, anyways. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, so, and also you've done something else that, that, I, that is actually pretty cool. Uh, you also were the concert master of the Hollywood Bull Orchestra. I, no, I actually wrote a, I wrote a piece or, for the or, concert or you wrote, master. Yeah, yeah, so you wrote, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that was that was really cool. So, so in so in your short career, you've gotten to do a lot of cool stuff so far. It seems definitely, it's never a dull moment. We're we're shooting a music video this weekend um, out in the back country, so that'll be cool. Wow! So you're so you're pretty much always working then. Pretty much, I try to just keep things going constantly. Now, is your primary uh, interest or goal going to be pretty much on music, or do you hope to branch out one day and uh, start something new? I think once I get more established, um, I'm going to shift and invent something. I have a couple inventions that I'm working on. Oh, you have a couple inventions that you're working on, huh? Yeah, but I can't talk about it because oh. <laughs> uh, they're, they're with... Uh, they're with my business partner. They're kind of under wraps, but hopefully one day you'll see them. Yeah, they're they're, um, they're in the technology field. So hopefully I'll see you uh, on stage winning the Nobel Peace Prize for it one day. <laughs> that would be incredible. <laughs> so yeah. uh, so when you're not uh, working, uh, what do you like like doing in in, in your free time? I love I love the outdoors. Um, I love hiking, biking. Um, I love playing basketball. Uh, yeah, I live in I live out in Orange County, so it's it's such a nice you know environment for all those things. And the beach is close by. Yeah, pretty much anything outdoors, I'll I'll do it. So if the music did not work out, was Plan B to become a uh national basketball player <laughs> you know it's funny a lot of people say i look like blake griffin which is really annoying <laughs> from the clippers um you know actually i, I did go to a bas- an nba game a couple weeks ago i went to the laker game and i was like yeah if my career didn't work out maybe i could have been a basketball player if it's any that consola- been really cool if it's any consolation to you people tell me that i look like charlie sheen so that <laughs> okay that's that's pretty cool <laughs> minus that's minus funny. all all the drugs and drama of course all right yeah right. <laughs> so. uh, that's, that's funny <laughs> and then i also get compared to a couple other people but i think that one is pretty much the the cream of the crop so so to speak for me that's not bad yeah yeah there could be worse yeah i could look like blake griffin i guess right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So uh, I was on a plane with him once, actually, and I wanted to get a picture to prove that I don't look like him, but he, he only took one picture with this girl and then left. Oh, really? Oh. How long ago? It could have been my moment to prove everyone wrong. 
<laughs> so, yeah, I can, okay. Well, I hope that uh, there's a picture someday of you and Blake Griffin on, on your Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe play in the NBA taking his spot. But no, but anyways. <laughs> But but anyways, yeah. So uh, so, so going back back to your music, uh, I know that we went off on a rabbit trail there. So um, so what do you hope to do as uh, like looking down the road? I know that like I said, that's looking down the road. But uh, is there something particular in mind that you hope to do with uh, with your music? Definitely, I have I have a couple goals, um, primary goals. I'd like to you know pursue feature film scoring and you know. Get get to the next level with that. Do some uh, do some studio features, um, and then also on the other side, I'm also a songwriter artist. So I I'm trying to I'm currently <clears throat> working on uh, my debut album, and it's been kind of a labor of love. I've been working on it for many years now, and uh, it's my goal to to get that out there as well and kind of make my mark as an artist and you know for the past past couple years i've been i've been around the circuit i've been playing a lot of local shows in in la and orange county i play at the troubadour um uh hotel cafe a couple times i played the viper room uh now that's pretty cool the viper yeah yeah very very historic venue yeah so that's my other goal. And then on the other side, it's kind of a trifecta of goals. So the feature film scoring, the, the artist career, and then last but not least, I want to have uh, a classical concert career. And I've been, I've been writing some, uh, some concert music. I've been writing a piano concerto and um, a symphony. So it's hopefully one day soon I'll get, get those performed and I can, I can play the piano in the concert hall with an orchestra. So those are my three goals. So, uh, being a musician, I know that this is probably a, also a, a generic question, but, um, are you always practicing even though you might reach a certain level? Uh, do you always still continue to practice as a musician, no matter how good you get? Yeah, of course. You know, a lot of people say you need 10,000 hours to perfect your craft, but I think it's, it's a lot more than that. And, you know, even if I'm not practicing like physically on the piano or something, I'm, I'm always mentally practicing, um, music or writing, or I'm constantly thinking about ideas. So my mind just never shuts off, which is hard sometimes when you try to sleep. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. Is it kind of hard to, to go to sleep at night for you? Sometimes when I'm when I'm really focused, um, I don't. Sometimes some nights that's hard to sleep because I wake up and I gotta record an idea or something. Because I find I I get a lot of ideas when I'm trying to sleep. It's always when you're trying to do something um, that has nothing to do with music. That's when you come up with ideas. You're in the car. You're in the shower. Going to sleep. Where do you so. get a lot of your inspiration from for your music writing process? <clears throat> Um, you mean like, uh, other composers or artists uh, or just life? Okay. Let's, let's attack it from both sides, I guess. I think overall I approach everything on a, from a cinematic perspective and 
you know, just just like um, kind of looking down at at the at the world from above and just kind of observing it all. So I try to <clears throat> I try to write, you know, music that you know is relatable for everybody and um, you know really impacts you on a on a high emotional level. So that's that's where my inspiration comes. So I and obviously I always. Um, I always start with a melody, so I want to, when I write something, I want to have something that's that's strong with a melody that that people will remember, so that's that's where I focus when I write. Um, Artist-wise, composer-wise, you know, I come from a classical background and a jazz background, and man, the list is, the list is pretty, pretty long, but let me think... Did you grow I mean, up in a uh, music environment, uh, or were you like one of the first in your family to start playing music? I was one of the first. Um, my, my my parents they they each played an instrument. My my dad played clarinet, and my mom played piano, but they never took it seriously. Like they just did it for fun. Um, but yeah, you know, I was always going to like music classes when I was a kid, and taking piano lessons. Uh, I played other instruments too, clarinet and violin. And, you know, it was always a musical environment. It was always, always a lot of fun being around my family. Um, with that said, inspiration wise, I think my, uh, my heritage is, is, uh, Russian and, and Ukrainian. Um, so I think I really look out for the, the, the great Russian composers. I love Tchaikovsky, Rachmaninoff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Were those your, your heroes growing up? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, and, and, prob- and from the American side, George Gershwin. George Gershwin, He's one of my yep, heroes. Yep. And Dave Brubeck, great jazz legend. What do you think about uh, if I can throw a name at you, uh, Hans Zimmer? Would you are are you a fan of his as well? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I love Hans Hans's work. It's um, there's nothing else like it, and he's a pioneer for the film music world. Absolutely. I actually got to work with him for for a couple months. Um, I interned at his studio. Oh wow! Tell us about that and what it's like working with a uh, genius such as Hans Zimmer. Oh yeah, of course. It's an experience I'll never forget. And you know, his studio is is so cutting edge, and everybody working there is at the top of their game. So it was really inspiring to be in that environment and uh, just just seeing the workflow and and seeing how they they come up with their ideas, how they record. Uh, a very high pressure environment too, but but very. Uh, rewarding at the end of the day to to be a part of that so let me ask you um i actually have a a couple of questions to ask you um Mm -hmm. so uh what does it take to be a good uh film score would you say and um so i mean like pretty much uh do you do you go to i mean so i know that there's there's colleges that go for this but what what in your mind would you say that it takes to be a uh, someone who who wants to do this, uh, what does it take? 
I think you need to be just well-rounded musically. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily recommend just going in and starting to write film music. I mean, you can do it. Of course, you can do whatever you, you would like. But I think, you know, start with an instrument. You know, for me, it was piano. And just kind of perfect your craft on your instrument. And then kind of expand, you know, go to other, go to other genres, try classical music, try jazz. Because at the end of the day, film music is, is like a compilation of all these different diverse styles. So when you're a film composer, you know, you, one day you might need to write Afro-Cuban music. Or another day it's, uh, you know, full orchestral cinematic music. You know, you never you never know what's going to get thrown at you. So I think the more well-rounded you are musically, the better. And uh, just just take every opportunity to learn, and uh, you know, just be like a sponge, just soak it all in. So uh, to go along with all all of your uh, your uh, music, did you have any other jobs that you were working on as you were going to to school for it? Uh, when I was in school, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, well, actually, um, I was I was lucky enough to to have an internship pretty much every semester when I was in school. So I was constantly working. <laughs> I was um, constantly up in LA, and I had like five internships, I think, when I was in school. So I, and those were all paid internships, luckily. Wow. So that was those were my jobs, and another another time I was a recital manager which was interesting (laughs) so i hope that you do come to kansas city with with your music someday oh great is that where you're at i am oh nice yeah i'd love to come there i I heard you guys have a great performing arts center oh yeah 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 the kaufman arts performing center Mm -hmm. yeah you have to come check it out sometime if you haven't uh it's be great fantastic yeah and uh, hopefully I can catch one of your uh, your concerts and I can say, I, I, I interviewed that guy. <laughs> that would be awesome, Mike. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be really nice. Yeah, absolutely. I think that you would really, really enjoy it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I know that that's probably on, on down the road for you. And um, so, yeah. So, uh, so also, um, so my final question for you is... Um, before you got the, the gig with Ron Howard, had you been plugging away uh, for quite some time before that, or uh, was that like your, your very first score that you managed to get? That was my... I, I was plugging away for, for a couple of years, but I was still in school, so I was, I was basically just scoring every short independent film I possibly could. I, I scored like 14 or something independent short films. Um, so that I was getting my experience there. And I was doing demos for commercials before uh, that Gold Peak T came along. But, yeah, that was the big, I would say that was my big break. And, you know, every day in the music industry, every day is a big break. You know, you're constantly, you're trying to uh, get ahead. And there's always battles every day, you know, getting work. So, you know, you just got to just keep going and and keep your head up. How do you manage to uh, get through the times when you are looking for work, but none is coming? Um, you know, that's, that's challenging. Um, 
but I'm constantly networking. You know, I recommend networking uh, like crazy. Just meeting new people and, and just putting your music out there and, you know, just ask people, hey, can I, uh, can I work on your film? You know, can I, uh, can I send, you, send you a demo? You know, I'll, I'll do it for free as a demo. You know, just, just show people you're hungry and you're interested and you're passionate about what you do and, and hopefully everything works out. So where can people catch your, your music at? Uh, you, uh, the, the main spot would be my website, uh, www.evanrothmusic.com. And I'll, I also have my EP on iTunes and Apple Music, uh, the way it was EP. You can check that out as well. And, uh, yeah, follow me on SoundCloud and, and all those social media sites, you know, Twitter, uh, Facebook. It's all Evan Roth Music. All Evan Roth EVA. Music. E-V-A-N-R-O-T-H, music, yep. Evan Roth. All right, well, thank you so much, Evan, for your time. Uh, I mean, I wish you the, the best of luck. Uh, I hope to see you here in uh, Kansas City one day. And um, so, so, so congratulations on, on all of your sex, success thus far. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And, and thanks again for this interview. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely. All right, take care. Thanks, Mike. Talk to you soon. Thank you.